incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. everybody and welcome to episode 36 of the latest PS5. I'm your host Sonny Sangera and once again for the 36th time in a row I'm joined by Alex Sylvester. How you doing Alex? I'm doing all right man. 36, wow. Mm. We're almost approaching that 40 number. Big four oh. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Um, just want you to know uh, I am drinking a Oreo crumble milkshake. It's not good for me but it tastes so good. So if I get to the bottom and I start slurping, you understand why. And you'll be like, it's an Oreo <laughs> crumble milkshake. So you have to let him go ahead and slurp, right? <laughs> That's Suck it. it away, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> your family show. <laughs> no, no, no. That's it. Well, um, yep. Yeah, this is episode thirty-six, um, and as always, this episode is brought to you by our Patreon producers, George Rixie, Martin Batterbury, and Adam Batty. Thank you so much for your support. Um, and obviously, just before we get into what we're playing in the news, um, I just wanted to give everyone a Patreon update, really quick. You can head over to the latest PS5 Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. The link is in the episode's description. Once you go there, you'll find early access to this episode every single week. You also get exclusive access to our other PlayStation show, which is called the latest PSX. Retro gamers will know what that means. Mm-hmm. A show where we talk all things video games. So far, we've published three episodes, um, which were our most anticipated games of 2021, our gaming predictions of 2021, and this week, uh, we listed our top five games of all time. You also have the option to watch um, select episodes of the latest PSX in video form. And next week's episode of the latest PSX... Oh, let me get that right. There's so many X's and S's in this sentence. Next week's episode, at the request of one of our Patreon producers for the latest PSX, will be about Capcom and detailing their sales numbers for their best-selling games. And boy, is there some surprises when you see this list. It's crazy. So if you want access to all these really fun, cool episodes and this episode every single week early, head over to patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. Again, the link is in the description for this podcast. So, Alex, before we move on to the news, what have you been playing this last week? The only game worth playing on the planet right now, that is, of course, God of War. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> where are you? Uh, I'm still... Uh, where am I? I was trying to get... I'm trying to release the light. Um, it's from the elf. It sounds really weird, listeners, but it's got to do with all the Nordic mythology and Mr. Legends lore. Uh, so right now I'm battling some elves um, to try and capture the darkness, or capture the light and bring it back to the darkness so we can... Um, basically, there's a massive plume of uh, black smoke, which is stopping me and my son, uh, Atreus, uh, from continuing our journey uh, up the mountains. So pretty much that's where I'm at at the moment. So Listen. we had to go to another realm. Uh, to pick up the light, and then the, the idea is to go back and get rid of this darkness. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. First thing, Kratos go completely mad and ballistic, you know, especially in one of these uh, um, elves or demon elves uh, kidnapped your son, and he just went into proper dad mode. I was like, yes, yes, that's exactly what you do, isn't it? You know, what's, <laughs> you know what's crazy? The rage meter goes a hundred percent, and he was just throwing bombs left, right, and center. Man, it was it was impressive. But um, yeah, man, it's a gorgeous game. And plus, with the uh, the updated patch, um, it's just looking gorgeous. It's mm. it's looking hyper realistic. So much so, I'm thinking, what are they going to do for the next one? It's going to be crazy, dude. Again, yeah. remember what you're playing is a PS4 game with enhancements. That's it. <laughs> you know, it's absolutely insane. And two yeah. things: his name's not Atreus. His his name's Boy, right? Boy. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> and obviously, the last time we spoke last week, you hadn't reached the open like boat area and stuff, but you're there now. How are you finding like yeah. the way they you traverse and the, how there's just random missions scattered around and stuff? 
There is, there is. There's all those uh, little um, uh, bonus points you can catch, you know what I mean, with those mm. ravens, uh, which are everywhere. And I'm just trying my best to throw my axe at them, no matter how hard they are to try and um, whack down. Um, those little puzzle missions as well with the, the chests, you get three icons on it and you've got mm. to hit three random symbols in very obscure positions in, in within a certain time frame to open the chest. I'm having fun trying to track and um, get those open. Uh, but like, it's just massive. I mean, the fact, the fact that they've opened it up to different realms now, you know, I thought the, the map was huge, but now it's, you know, it's huge on a different scale because there's like five, six different realms, mm. you know, with equally amount of size. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's going to take me a while. <laughs> and again, Alex, no load time, no cutaway, nothing no on that time, size. Nothing. I tried to break the game when I was playing it. I was just oh, like, yeah. I will black this game out one way or another. And I just couldn't <laughs> find it. Like, I was like, this game, uh, the love that has gone into that particular game. And it, it would is. take something special to beat a red a Rockstar game, you know, for game of the year in a particular year. And that was God of War, you know. Um, right, every yeah, time I yeah. listen to you talk about it, I want to play it again. It's just like, oh man, I want to do it. <laughs> now might be the time. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to Ragnarok, even though I haven't even completed this one. But they keep making reference to Ragnarok. You know, you know that's mm. just hyping me up even more. You know, so uh, yeah, man, come on. Excellent. <laughs> come on, Don't let us down. How about well, you? Well, we're just saying, let's see if in next week you've clocked it. Let's see if you can do it. You know, you just got to dedicate a night. You think, you know what? I'm really, I'm taking my time with it, man. But that's the key. Now, now you understand my, 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 my plight when you challenge me to do yeah. it in these hours and I'm like, oh, I can't. I need to take my time. You know, I, like obviously I'm, uh, the, the ego kicks in before I even played the game. I'm like, bro, I'm going to finish it in this time. I'm going to finish yeah. it in this time. And then two hours into the game, I'm like, I'm not going to finish it in that time because I don't yeah. want to rush it. You know, you yeah. just want to take, take your a time. Left. You take a left, the next one you've got, you've got a completely brand new objective and that takes you down another wormhole, you know. But uh, what I think I will do is once I've completed it, I will just speed run it to see how fast I can actually do the game. Um, but yeah, that's, that's for another time. Excellent. Well, this past week, uh, I finished Man Eater, got the platinum trophy in that. Woo. So uh, I've ate everything that I've eaten everything there is to eat in that world, is it? and uh, it's just a fun game. Like I said, it like oh, right. I got the platinum in like eight and a half hours. Yeah, finished the story in like five. Oh, nice. So yeah, kind of blitzed it. It's a really easy game. You know, it yeah. was free last month on PlayStation Plus. It was just something different. You know, a, ni- a nice like break away from serious games just to have a bit of a joke. And it's so funny because there's so many movie references underground underwater. So yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the objectives, like one of the collectibles is uh, tourist signs. But when you hit it, it shows you the tourist site. So you've got uh, the bad guy from Pirates of the Caribbean, his statues under there. You have uh, a clown like it. But the funniest one is when you do it and you find these uh, three seashells. And then yeah. the commentator <laughs> starts talking about how in the future a guy, you know, advised a great way to go to the bathroom. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's demolition, man. I love it. But um, so, does anyone actually know how to use those free samples? Oh, like, I think that. I know. Send a tweet or an email. Let us know. But I just love the fact that they just never explained it, and it's so cool. Yeah. And everyone always still wonders to this day. But yeah, did that. Yeah. Been playing Pez online. Um, I started Concrete Genie. Uh, it's one of the free yeah. games on PlayStation Plus. I've always been looking at it, but I just couldn't be bothered to spend 15 or 20 quid for it, so it was free this yeah. month, so it was a bargain. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a PS4 game, it's beautiful. Again, it's a really short platinum. You can do it in like six to seven hours. Okay. Not 67, six to seven hours. Um, I think yeah. I'm about four hours away, three hours away yeah. uh, from the end, so just playing my way through that. And I actually didn't realize that you could download a trial version of Dreams on the PlayStation. Oh, so yeah. if you go to Dreams on the PlayStation Store, um, you have the full price, which is thirty four ninety nine. but next to it is the uh, Actions icon, which is like three little dots. If you click it, you, you have the option to download a trial version. So I downloaded the trial version. I thought, oh, this probably doesn't work. It works. Yeah. And um, <laughs> gives you a little brief intro. It uh, and then it gives you select. Obviously, you can go into the um, the Dreamverse, which is where everybody's creations are, which is all I've done so far. It's yeah. crazy, man! Like I thought. Let me just search it. There's Super Mario sixty four. There's Sonic Adventure. People have gone crazy with their creations. There's <laughs> Metal Gear. Really, yeah, everything. Yeah. I was like, 
I want this game, but I'm not paying £35 for it, you know. <laughs> it just should be like an add-on for the PS5. Mm. I'm thinking about it because obviously my next big, big two games are Resident Evil 8 and the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And they're not until right. May, so there is time. But I know that if I get used to creating something in Dreams, I'm going to get addicted to it. Like I am a oh, yeah. planet coaster and then I'm not going to stop, you know. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, I better not do that. But uh, yeah. definitely definitely advise you to download the trial version of dreams and just mess around in it because it is so much fun and i really want to get um some like real community members from dreams like creators yeah. on, the, on the show just to ask them questions about it because this game there's nothing like it in right, on, right. On, on console the fact that you can make any game like you can import sounds like your own sounds so people are just importing like Super Mario 64, watch it on YouTube. It's all the sounds from the 64 version of the game, not up res yeah, the actual. It's just crazy. Yeah, and, yeah, like, I was just like, this is cool. This is so cool. So, I saw the clip that you sent through as well with the, um, uh, it looked like Red Racer, yeah. <laughs> but just on a different level. I mean, it just looked amazing. The fact that that was creating dreams and it had all the car mechanics as well. You could see the way it was moving, and as well as like the, uh, the dirt. Uh, the smoke coming from the um the tires, uh, the reflections and all that. It's like, geez, you know, it's like it just seems like an open book. You can do whatever you want this game. Um, and I really can't wait to get my hands on it once I've got a bit of time after God of War. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say gonna... don't do anything until you've done God of War, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then Last of Us One, Last of Us Two. Hold on, I've got a whole list of games to play, catch up on. Um but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Excellent. Man. Okay, well, uh we'll move on to the news and there's a lot of news to get through. And yes, if we didn't delay this show by one day, we are recording Thursday, not Wednesday. These The first two wouldn't have been in the news until next week. But because we had to delay, these two have actually made it in because they were announced just hours ago. Um, <laughs> and they're big as well. Breaking so, news. Exactly. Yeah. So the first two are literally breaking news. Okay, so number one, uh, this is on the PlayStation blog. And this is from Insomniac Games. So I'm just going to read. I've just cut snippets out from what Insomniac Games have put on the PlayStation blog. If I burp, I apologize. That's the milkshake. <laughs> um, so all of us at Insomniac Games say thank you for your support of Ratchet & Clank across the last 19 years and four generations of PlayStation consoles. It's been an incredible journey so far and we're excited to share the next chapter with you soon. How soon? We have been working hard to ensure that Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart is a showpiece game and exclusive for your PlayStation 5 console. We're thrilled nice. to confirm that the game will launch on June 11th, 2021, exactly one year from its reveal. What if, did they say? June 11th? I know, I know, my birthday. <laughs> I've got the PlayStation 5 reveal event, and now I've got the Ratchet launch. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I know. If if you've never played a Ratchet and Clank game before, this is an excellent one to start with, as the adventure is a standalone storyline. But longtime fans of the series will find deeper layers of connection to previous games. Pre-orders start today. Two fan wow. favorites will make their way into Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. That players that players who pre-order will be able to unlock early. The Carbonox armor from Ratchet and Clank Going Commando, which launched in 2003, is now updated with high-definition materials, lighting responses, and ray-traced reflections. Players who pre-order will also receive an early unlock of the Pixelizer weapon, the Retro Blaster from Ratchet and Clank in 2016, also updated visually for the PS5 console. The digital deluxe edition is available on the PlayStation Store to pre-order. In addition to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart game, you'll receive the following content. Five additional armor sets, 20 Ratinarium to get your head start on upgrading your weapons, a sticker pack to use in Ratchet and Clank's first ever photo mode, as well as a digital wow. art book and digital soundtrack. Alex, one year from the day of announcement, we finally have a date for the PS5 only game, Ratchet and Clank yeah. Rift Apart. Yeah, I mean, brilliant. I mean, that is going to be the tempo game, I guess, isn't it, for the... Um which will signify the first year of the PlayStation 5 launch. And hopefully this is going to be the one that blows everybody's socks and heads off, you know, mm. utilizing the SSD, the graphics, what they're now talking about. And it's just looking like they're setting up for it to be, uh, you know, a brilliant game. Definitely want a top runner for the uh, game of the year. I'm excited. As, as I said, this was uh, a game that was in both 
our top five most anticipated game list, which we did um, on our exclusive Patreon show. Yeah, and there's a reason why. You know, you've just said it all there. It's it it's it looks. I can't even. I can't even fathom the fact that what we saw and what we're basing our memory on is what we saw a year ago. Well, it's true. Actually, when you actually it? think about it, everything you've seen from Ratchet, that gameplay-wise, like the big gameplay demos and that, were from one year ago. So what does the game look like now? How is it running on SSD now? You know, And there is a new trailer available for people to go on YouTube. Um, just search Ratchet yeah. Clank Rift Apart and you can see the gameplay trailer there. But Alex... People, we know now what the pad can do. What are these weapons going to do to this controller? Even you just thought about it there. We heard the sound. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm getting so hyped up about it because honestly, uh, uh, Astrobot, you know, that just blew me out the water with how they utilize the the adaptive, the resistive triggers. Uh, You know, Ratchet and Clank's just going to take it to a next level, next universe, even, you know. So um, I just can't wait to see what the guys can can muster. But yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I can't wait for June 11 now. It's just like it can't come soon enough. You know, I just want to kind of want to skip past um, Returnal. Uh, yeah. see, I want to uh, splash on Resident Evil 8. Uh, but come on, Ratchet and Clank, that's what it's all about. That's going to be a true next generation game. And I can't wait to get my hands there on it. There you go, dude. Look, we've got you've got Returnal in April. Then you've got Resident Evil 8 in May. And then if you're not playing Mass Effect, you've got Ratchet and Clank in June. That's three big guns in three months. And not to mention Deathloop yeah. and everything. Oh, there's so many games. Like, it's just Ooh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll move on to number two. And again, this is uh, breaking news that just broke hours ago. And it's news that is just blowing up on social media and it's blowing up on the internet. Um, And that is The Last of Us has been cast, the main two, Joel and Ellie. So I'm going to read an article from uh, uh, Variety. So this is them. Uh, the upcoming The Last of Us series adaption at HBO has cast Pedro Pascal as Joel and Bella Ramsey wow. in the role of Ellie. Neil Druckmann, um, the writer and creative director for The Last of Us 1 and 2 video game and co-creator of the series, confirmed the news about Pascal on Twitter writing, and there's the other half, stoked to have Pedro aboard our show. Pascal yeah. has seen great success as the star of Disney Plus's Wonder Hit, the Mandalorian. He also recently appeared alongside Gal Gadot and Christina Wig in the villainous Maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman 1984. And may I just say, he's the only good thing about that film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Ellie, uh, who's going to be played by Ramsey, is best known for her role as Linnea Mormont in uh, fellow HBO series Game of Thrones. The character Ellie is a 14-year-old orphan. So this is who she's playing, obviously, who has never known anything but a ravaged planet. If you basically, it's basically the original Last of Us. That's what they're going to go down on that, with a few differences yeah. on there. Um, in regards to the series, so the Last of Us series was first announced as being in development at the Premium Cabler back in March, with the show landing a formal series order in November. Based on the video game of the same name, the series takes place twenty years after modern civilization has been destroyed. Uh, we don't want to read that, we know all that Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin (laughs) is attached to write and executive producer series along with Druckmann that's a key thing for me, is the fact that it's not Hollywood taking a game IP and doing what they want, they're taking the creative director and they're working with Naughty Dog so they get, you know, the tone is going to be right because this is a series that if you get it wrong you're going to get so much hate it is unbelievable so much at stake now, not just a series and future seasons, but also future games, you mm. know, so yeah, definitely that's a good thing about where we are in, in terms of the, uh, the world right now it's like producers of entertainment pieces like films, TV shows and games get pretty much near instant feedback, you know, in terms of uh, how well something is before it be like monetary value, whether they you know, they smash certain targets in the box office um, but they wouldn't really get as much feedback from the fans now that we've got like Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, I mean, the list of social network. And uh, so, yeah, so we're able to connect uh, with the producers so much more now. I mean, look what happened to um, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. You know, that pretty much got so much momentum because the fans, you know, uh, across all social networks, you know, mm. lit the fire underneath it. And next week, you know, it's coming out in the next couple of months. So um, next the fact couple of weeks. 
weeks oh, weeks geez. away we're weeks away from yeah. the snyder cut i can't wait four hours i'm like yes four hours maybe yeah it's gonna be oh that's just gonna be sick i mean i've tried my best to i've watched like the first trailer and that's it i don't need to see anything else you know i'm convinced you know you can take my money <laughs> but uh yeah the fact is that they're working with the, the good showrunners as well from chernobyl um and obviously with the creative no i mean come on it's only spells good things and pedro pascal yeah man that's it, man. I can't wait. You smashed my glory. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, um, you know, there's no issues with it. This is a part of the PlayStation Productions group. There's no issues with, obviously, the pandemic going on that would delay it or anything like that. And I just can't wait to see the trailer. You know, let's see them get the tone right and everything. Um, but we'll move on from that. So those were the two, obviously, news that happened literally just hours ago, which is great to be able to report live on the show. So we'll move on to what would have been number one had we recorded yesterday, but it's now number three. Since PS5 launch day, many eager gamers have tried to get their hands on a coveted PS5 console. Not only do they have to contend with the large digital queues and shortage of stock, but the biggest issue, scalpers. Scalpers are people who use automated systems to purchase PS5 consoles and sell them at a largely inflated price. Just before Christmas, PS5 consoles were being purchased for up to £1,700. Well, it seems the UK government is finally taking action. So, um, this is from Video Games Chronicle. The UK Minister of State for Digital and Cultural, Caroline Diniage, has said officials are discussing a proposed bill that would make console scalping illegal. The bill, titled Gaming Hardware Automated Purchase and Resale Bill, was brought forward by Douglas Chapman, MP of the SNP, and follows an early day motion uh, which was filed back in December. The MP told Sky News on Monday that the bill will ban console scalping in a similar fashion to how ticket touting was banned in the UK a few years ago, preventing resellers from targeting PS5 and Xbox Series XS consoles and selling them on for vast profits. Um, As to respond to the original early day motion, which received support from over 30 MPs from Labour, the SNP and the DUP, Minister of State for Digital Culture, Caroline Diniage, said officials are discussing the issue with the Trade Association for the Video Games Industry. We know that bulk purchasing through automated bots is a concern for some of their members who we understand are currently looking at any further actions they can to prevent these behaviours and are working with their retailers to improve experiences for customers. Alex, what say you? Well, it just shows that a lot of people who were um, motioning for this bill uh, weren't able to get their hands on a PS5. (laughs) 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 And that's what just gave me the motivation to pass this bill. But uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something which um, has been up for debate for a while, isn't it? Because obviously the Mm. retailers want to shift units, they want to make money, especially during this pandemic right now. You know, any business is good business. However, when it's kind of ill-natured and it's going towards scalpers, um, and then it's eventually affecting the actual um, producers of the consoles. Uh, it doesn't really make sense. So I'm glad that they kind of stepped in to say, yeah, scalpers, no, no, we just need to just like put ahead, um, <clears throat> kind of halt uh, this whole fad of uh, bots, uh, just pretty much just taking away from good, hard-earning um, customers. Mm. You know, so um, I'm glad that the, the, the policies are actually now in place to actually stop this from happening. Mm. So uh, yeah, man, it's all good. That's all good. Well, in a nice segue um, from that, uh, we're going to move on to a country that probably invented scalping, and that is uh, number four in the news report. Sony Interactive Entertainment Shanghai president Tatsuo Iguchi has confirmed that the PS5 will launch in mainland China at some point during Q2 2021. The console was actually given a green light to market back in December 2020 and is currently in the last stages of approval of software. Iguchi also hinted that the Chinese PS5 version will likely have an online services region lock at launch. As of Mm. last week, gamers in China have imported over 35,000 PS5 consoles from overseas markets such as Japan and the US. The cost for this process is upwards of $900. In comparison, the PS4 launched in November 2013 in most territories, but didn't launch in China until March 2015. So, as you can see, 35,000 machines have already been sold in China, and it's not even officially released in China. (laughs) (laughs) They always find a way, I mean, it's a massive country, Uh, and obviously they're they're no um, stranger to getting 
<laughs> goods mm. in uh, by any means necessary, either on the black or grey market. Uh, but the fact is that they're going to region like it. That's going to be interesting, mm. you know. So they're still quite stringent on um, on you know sharing. <laughs> with well, everything, well, listeners, if you're not aware, everything is a lot slower for the Chinese fans in a sense of yes, they don't have access to other PSN stores to download games. Every single game is played from start to finish in front of Chinese authorities so they can approve or ban. I mean, even strict policies are on Nintendo, like Super Mario had to be played and shown. Every single bit of that game had to be shown for it to be approved, as does Pokemon games, as does all Sony games. You know, they're really careful about what is released in that country. Nothing, obviously, that can go against China. It was saying bad ill against China um, can be released in that country either. But much faster uh, implementation of consoles than the PS4, which is obviously good. But, I mean, in a country that has a lot of money and billions of people, it's it's the PC master race, isn't it? That's the PC mobile world. That's Apple territory and Google and Samsung and, you know, Tencent and Huawei, how do you pronounce it, are all in (laughs) there. (laughs) You know, they, they, they fight for that market, you know, and Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft really, this, are only this generation and last generation really breaking into it. Um, Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes on from there. You ready for some big numbers, Alex? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Right, we spoke numbers last week, but let's talk software numbers from Take-Two, and these are some big boy numbers now. Okay. Take-Two Interactive and Rockstar Games have announced some big numbers. Detailed in their latest financial results for the quarter ending December 31st, 2020, it was announced that Grand Theft Auto V, GTA V, has surpassed sales of over 140 million units. Sales for GTA V in 2020 were the second highest in any year since its release back in 2013. The first year was its biggest year. Also mentioned were sales for other Take-Two IPs, such as Red Dead Redemption 2, which is now at 36 million sold, Borderlands 3 at 12 million, and NBA 2K21 at 8 million. Net profits for the publisher were also up 11% year on year. Alex, 140 million units i want to give you wow. an example yeah gta 5 has sold right. more than every first party switch game <laughs> oh my gosh. combined if you add them up it's ridiculous yeah that's insane that is absolutely insane the game came out seven yeah. years ago <laughs> seven years ago so this is the first game to be cross-generational right and still be as strong as it is. Definitely, it's um, massive. I don't know what. I, I'm just astounded. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And the fact that he sold what twenty million? Was it twenty million last year? It's just yeah. like it's just insane, absolutely insane. And um, I mean, I know that they've they've recently dropped the price on the game, you know, which is not a bad thing at all. But it just makes you think, like, if they've sold so much, is there any need? You know, to create a GTA 6, it's it's obviously it's a massively successful game, and it's not slowing down for anything. And obviously, we're, there's rumors about the uh, the upgrade, you know, for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, that is coming. That is confirmed for 2021. Um, and on, that's, that's okay. That was the first thing that was. Sh- that's how big the game is. It's seven years old, and it was the first thing shown at the PS5 <laughs> event reveal. Was GTA? It's like, yeah, GTA 5 is coming to PlayStation 5. You know, but the but the Trojan horse is GTA Online, isn't it? You know, that is yeah. the game and the service yeah. that everybody wants. Oh gosh, yeah, definitely. And the fact is that it's obviously it's it's running really efficiently for it to be so popular um, to this day. So I mean, if I was Rockstar, I'd be like, you know, what? there's no need to create another GTA game. That's it. It's done now. Just keep doing what Fortnite does. You know what I mean? Which is just release different episodes, different chapters, or different sagas, um, and just just keep it going because. You've got the fan base. I mean, that is a developer's dream. You know what I mean? Any publishing house would just want to have a game that just keeps on giving, you know, one of these evergreen titles, which is, you know, like the likes of Nintendo, all their top franchises are evergreen, and I guess the same for and Sony as well. But that's just that's just impressive for a third-party studio, you know, and it's pretty much a cross-generational, cross... Um, it's, well, it's, it's, it's all across systems, isn't it? It's on all across systems right now. I think uh, it should be coming out on the Nintendo Switch eventually. I mean, I think when they do that, that's when it's going to smash new records again. I, on it, I swear to you now, 
Nintendo yep. will never allow that game on their hardware. <laughs> you will never see GTA 5 on the Switch. Not, it, Rockstar probably want to do it. Nintendo will like, take the blood out, take the weapons out, make them all visit each other in hospital, and then you can have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. yeah what Sonic referencing is the... Uh, what, what the Goldeneye. He's <laughs> Goldeneye. Yeah, it was part of their agreement that after James Bond had gone and killed all the people on all the different levels, you know, he has a license to kill, that he made sure that he went to the hospital and visited everybody <laughs> in hospital. And just to say, you know, he didn't kill them. Even though he had a license to kill, this time he just had a license to maim. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that would have been terrible. Do you want to hear well, an interesting know. stat? Yeah, go on. GTA has never yeah. been sold for less than nineteen ninety nine. Has it not? Never I'm sure it has. There's been time. There's been times where they've done the GTA Online mode, so yeah. you can get the GTA Online mode for um, like four ninety nine, seven ninety nine, and then there was a GTA Online mode with the first three or four hours of the single player campaign for like fifteen quid, sixteen quid. But the actual yeah. GTA Five with GTA Online, like the full package mode, has never gone below nineteen ninety nine, and it has now doubled Star Wars's revenue. Doubles that well, okay. I've got to say, it ha- I've I've seen it cheaper than nineteen ninety nine, but maybe that was just maybe a, a blip. <laughs> you know what I mean? because um, <laughs> no, I was thinking to myself, I'm sure GTA has been cheap. I'm sure, but then I had a look, and obviously this is a stat coming off their financials and you know uh, market companies. And then I was having a look, and I was like, holy shit, they sell the PS2 games on the PlayStation Store for like twelve dollars, and I'm like, the PS2 games. <laughs> <laughs> PS2 games. Oh my god! What you know, flogging a dead, even though it's still a brilliant, great horse, and it's, it's still doing it's, a lot it's, better. It's, than it's crazy, people. and I'll tell you now: give it three years, it will be at two hundred million. And that's why I said, no, in my predictions yeah. on the Patreon show, no GTA yeah. Six announcements. You know what I mean? They don't need it. So yeah, I don't think you it. know. You want if you want to hear. One of my predictions, head over to patreon.com, latest PSX, which is our exclusive PlayStation show over there. One of my predictions was that you will not hear a single official word of GTA 6 from Rockstar or Take-Two yeah. because they don't need it. Don't need it. Don't need it. <clears throat> right. The next yeah. one um, I wanted to read. It's an article from Push Square because uh, I thought you would enjoy it and I think the listeners would enjoy it as well, but I know you will love it, definitely. Oh, goody. Here's how Sony put 40,000 tiny PlayStation symbols on each and every DualSense controller. Okay. From the moment the Easter egg was spotted, so this is off Push Square, by the way, from the moment the Easter egg was spotted in the lead-up to the PlayStation 5's launch, it has been clear that the tiny button symbol situated on the bottom of the console's controller was a real labour of love. Altogether, the 40,000 icons, which is triangle, circle, X and square, form a grippy texture for PS5 users, which in turn makes it a far better pad to hold than previous iterations. There's also a long story behind the feature's creation, as told to by the... As told to The Verge over the weekend. Uh, The design itself went through many iterations as a senior art director of Sony's Design Center Production Design Group, that's a mouthful, Yujin Mm -hmm. Masurawa, sketched, 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 what? Sketched the text by hand before they were digitized and placed onto prototype controllers. As The Verge puts it, Sony was looking for a design that was good-looking, textured enough to be comfortable and non-slip, but not so sandpaper rough that it would hurt your hand over a lengthy gaming session. Once a hardware manufacturer had settled on the design, we all know today, next up was actually the easy part, funnily enough. Actually applying the symbols to the DualSense gamepad was the easy part because they're not applied at all. Each and every one of those 40,000 symbols is part of the controller's shell created when beads of molten ABS plastic are squeezed into tiny laser-cut crevices during the standard injection moulding process. (laughs) The design is optimised to keep the symbols intact as they're popped out of the mould. It is also worth mentioning that the grippy texture also features on most PS5 accessories, including the media remote, the camera, the Pulse 3D wireless headset, and the DualSense charging station. The design even pops up in the excellent Astro's playroom. That's crazy. <laughs> like the the, yeah. the love that went into this console, and like you, so you, the one thing that you kept saying, they didn't like you know cheapen over anything. They were looking at every oh. nook and cranny, weren't they? 
premium. Everything was premium. I mean, I mean, obviously, like we've, we've you know gushed about the pad, the dual sense is pretty much one of the best inventions in gaming history, like period. And the fact is that Sony went this far as to make sure that their um, the actual grip sensation that you're feeling with this new dual sense is unlike any other you know by injecting using injection molding to actually place each of the different shapes you know the cross square triangle so that's just that's insane you mm. know and the level of grip that it actually does you know because it gives you like a different type of uh you know it's, it's more textured isn't it mm. um instead of it just being like a normal pattern like whether it's just dots as most people do in like nintendo or even stadia uh, and xbox um they've actually got a completely different level and to be honest no matter how intense it has been, you know, while I've been playing the dual sense, my hands have never slipped. You know, mm. I've been looking at it to see if that's actually going to happen, and it hasn't. So I'm thinking, come on, my, my hands sometimes get sweaty. You know, I'm going to admit that. But uh, it's, it's, I could definitely say it has the seal of approval, but not for being sweat proof, definitely. So um, it made sense. They're actually coming out with those, um, the unique design pattern that they came up with. And on the inside of the, um, the PlayStation shell as well, isn't it? Mm. Um, on the actual covers. Um, but yeah, brilliant. I think it's a, it's a unique design. It's it's just an artistic masterpiece, really, and it just shows that they've they've kind of come into their own now. And um, Sony, this is this is them saying, yeah, we can actually control this this industry <laughs> and make something that people like and is just completely useful um, and completely unlike any other. I mean, the dual sense alone, the the pattern choice. Uh, I mean, the whole nature of the PlayStation Five just sets it apart from absolutely everything in the market. Mm. You know, so. Um, yeah, man. it's just a testament to the maturity of the market. They've made more consoles than uh, Microsoft. They're still behind Nintendo in terms of iterations, but, you know, they're getting there. So, yeah, well done. Well done, Sony. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the crazy thing. I've had the console since November. I've played it almost every day for a certain amount of time playing PES. Every time I pick up the pad off the charging station, you know when you eventually get to the point where you don't realise you've picked up, it's just like reflex, it feels the same, it's comfy, bam, yeah. you don't even know what you're doing. Every time I pick up the dual sense, I always think to myself, that feels good. You know, <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, again, the no slip, sometimes you pick up a, a dual shock 4 or a PS3 pad or whatever and it'd be slippy or mm-hmm. like, you know, sweaty. None of that. Never, none of that with this pad. And every time I pick it up, I feel the bulk, and I just feel privileged that I have it, you know. And I'm just yeah. so happy that the engineers made it as good as it is, you know. Um, yeah, these guys should be millionaires, but then they'll, they'll retire, <laughs> and we don't want that, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll move on to number seven. And yeah. I didn't put this at. No- well, actually, it's funny because this wasn't. This was number five. So the fact that it's dropped to number seven means that this story, you know, it was destined that those original two were going to break. Because number seven, Final Fantasy fans rejoice. No, it isn't Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. <laughs> but crazy popular MMORPG Final Fantasy XV Online is finally coming to PlayStation Five later this year. Before launch, Square have announced an open beta on April the thirteenth promised as a substantial boost in overall performance of the game with significantly improved frame rates, faster load times, 4K resolution and more. Also announced was the new Endwalker expansion which will launch on PS4 and 5 at the same time in fall 2021. Back in July 2020, Square Enix announced that Final Fantasy 15 Online had surpassed 20 million online concurrent consistent sorry players. Um, big game just flies quietly under the radar nobody talks about it um but it's a huge huge seller for square you know and it keeps people in that final fantasy universe and yeah everything is sort of transitioning to this current generation but i just like it when i see faster load times that's the big thing for i don't like load screens anymore man it had load screens (laughs) like if you jumped into a new area in man you'd have like a it would load that whole area in like a second and a half but that was a second and a half too long for me I was like, I'm not used to this load. I'm used to Demon Soul speed now. I don't want no load, no load. Yeah, go back, man. You know I mean? Like no load times. SSD. I mean, it's only going to get faster and faster. Um, yeah, you can't go back with load screens. Um, but yeah, man, this is this is good news. This is good to hear. Um, obviously, it's it's just giving um, a lot of fans who've already played the game, as well as fans who haven't even played the game. Uh, will soon to be fans a chance to experience it the way the creators uh, really wanted to, you know, 
obviously show it off. I mean, because when they're developing the games, I mean, they're developing it on some really high-end PCs, right? Mm. And then it gets uh, downscaled for the various console editions. So the fact is that we're kind of getting it to that level that the creators wanted it. You know, it's like Nolan releasing the, uh, the IMAX version of any one of his films. You know, that's how he wants you to see the film. So this this is good to hear. And, really and, and it's good because this is a success story like No Man's Sky when Final Fantasy Online came out didn't do great you know but they didn't just cancel it like every everything was being cancelled at that time you know if you if you're a yeah. battle royale game now if you if you fail in the first month two three months you're gone you know Final All Fantasy right. was a dud when it came out online and they went back they refixed it they rejigged listened to fan feedback and look at the success story that they have now you yeah. know yeah. it's it's great to see that. <laughs> A publisher sticking to its guns, especially on yeah. a big IP like Final Fantasy. Yeah, oh. massive franchise, massive franchise. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Final, <laughs> final news story for you this week, Alex. Number eight. Yeah. Look up because pigs are about to fly over. What? As in a couple of weeks, Xbox gamers will be playing a PlayStation first-party title on their Xbox systems in the form of MLB The Show 21 technical test. Running from February 23rd to March 1st, the test will allow an unlimited amount of PlayStation players and a limited number of Xbox users, 50,000 is now confirmed, to sample a work-in-progress version of the Show 21. They yeah. plan to stress test the servers, try out online matchmaking with cross-platform included and also cross-generational play. Players can sign up at the MLB The Show official page. Sony will also donate $1 to the Jackie Robinson Foundation for every special edition sold from release. Well, it's crazy how we spoke about it last week. It's happening, you know, from February 23rd. You're going to see the PlayStation Studios logo on an Xbox screen when you're loading up MLB The Show. It's, I mean, at the moment, if you play FIFA on Xbox, you see PlayStation logos everywhere because they're a sponsor for the Champions League, yeah. so they have to put it in. But to actually like load up a game and it say PlayStation Studios and you get that triangle circle X square, that's going to be the weird one. You're going to be like, what? It is, and that's what that's what all Xbox Xbox fans are gonna be like. Oh damn it, they've won, isn't it? They've won. <laughs> you know I mean? So no technically, point. officially, you would have to class PlayStation as an Xbox publisher. Oh, it's <laughs> exploding the heads of everyone. <laughs> what? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so true. Just so like true, Microsoft. Yeah, like are a PlayStation yeah. publisher and a Nintendo publisher because yeah. they publish on both, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah, of course, yeah, with Minecraft, I mean, it goes everywhere. Uh, I mean, it was even weird for me to hear about, you know, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Um, it's about time uh, now being released on obviously the uh, Nintendo Switch. Mm. You know, even though he did have the insane trilogy, it's just weird even seeing what used to be an exclusive on the PS4, you know, just crossing over to uh, different platforms now. So it's um, it's interesting time, but it's always it's always. Um, it's always good to see, you yeah. know. It shows that in terms of um, where we are in terms of the home console and uh, portable console space, that Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony are pretty much banding together uh, from the potential um, threats that would have been, uh, say, the likes of Google, Stadia, Amazon, and who else knows who's coming next from Tencent. Um, but yeah, it's it's good to show a bit of solidarity. These are the veterans in the, uh, the traditional console space. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's going to be really weird to see MLB. Um, on the Xbox, but you know, this that's just a change of times, isn't it? I just can't wait to see the sales numbers of MLB the yeah, show at the well, end of the year because obviously it's, it's going to be, be massive. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be big overall. Yeah, maybe on the PlayStation side, but come on, on the Xbox, then again, it might actually help them. You know, mm. who knows? This could be the Trojan horse that actually just makes Xbox a success and trumps the PlayStation for it. <laughs> okay, uh, baseball's not that big. All right, but um, we'll move on from the news. Al, yeah. I wanted to introduce a new segment, and it's called Sale Update. Now, I spoke about it a few weeks back, uh, and you know, I uh, gave a you know a verbal clap, a verbal well done. I paid homage to Sony for the fact that they had something on sale all year on the PlayStation 4 and sales and deals are a big thing, you know, because there's some great deals and great things that you can get. So this segment is just called a sale update where every week 
we'll quickly update listeners, um, you know, what's on sale on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. Um, so this week, uh, it's the Big in Japan sale is now live on the PS Store with up to 75% off savings. The sale will be available for two weeks up until February 24th. Also available is the Critics' Choice selection with savings up to 60%. And for a singular game, NBA 2K21 is currently 60% off with the Black Mamba Special Edition available at 20% off. Finally, there is also a Games Under £15 section and that's where you need to go because Cars 3 Driven to Win is only eleven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Cars free. I mean, come on, really? <laughs> That's the one, mate. That's the one. But you know, like the sales are really cool, and a really popular one is the big in Japan sales. Like every time that comes on, it's games that do really, really well in Japan. And obviously, the PS5 store now has obviously a deal section. But if you go onto there, um, you get games like uh, Naruto Ninja Storm Four for seven ninety nine, Jump Force for seven sixty nine, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Nineteen ninety nine. That's down from fifty quid. Dark Souls yeah. Remastered ten pound forty nine. Dark Souls three eleven twenty four. Ace Combat seven six ninety nine. You know what I mean? You get Yu Gi Oh yeah. games on there. You get um, Dark Souls two is also on there. Yeah. Sonic Forces, Sonic Mania, Soul Calibur six. Yeah. I think that was the newest one. It's only seven sixty nine on wow. there. You know and. Yeah, it's old, but that's still a quality game. Kingdom Hearts is on there for sixteen quid. Nino yeah. Kuni two six seventy one. The Tekken season passes are on there for a tenner each. But I, you know, I only ever played Tekken when you were here, so I don't even touch Tekken. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's a great. It's a Metal Gear Solid as well. Metal Gear Solid Five as well. Nah, nah, nah. That's uh, Metal Gear's usually on but sale anyway i think it's in there yeah. um yeah i think it's i, I can't see the price because it's purchased on my but then if you go yeah, over yeah. to the critics choice which is where um yeah. media pick and it's 60 percent off games like fifa 21 valhalla call of duty tony hawks pro skater one and two watchdogs legion rainbow six there's so many games on there um, at really, yeah. really good price. Destiny 2 is on there. UFC 4, Mortal Kombat Ultimate is on there. Yeah. Red Dead is on there. GTA 5. The, it's funny you said that. It's twelve fifty nine. <laughs> so it has dropped before on 19 now, officially, on there. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Doom, yeah. you know, Sekiro is on there as well. Borderlands 3, God of War, Resident Evil 3, all these games are on there. So head over to the PlayStation Store, just have a look at the deals. We'll bring it to you every single week and obviously discuss some what, some of the games that are in there because there'll be a sleeper hit in there for people that be like, oh man, I should have got that. And yeah. it's something that we'll miss out on a lot. But we're almost at the end of the show, Alex. We've got some letters to get through. Yeah. Uh, so number one is from Jason from Canada. And he writes in and says, Hello guys, thank you for putting together this show. Over the last few weeks, you've spoken about Demon's Souls. Well, recently announced was a Niho collection for PS5. Have either of you played any of the games? And if not, do you plan to give it a go on PS5? Now, obviously, Niho is a game that is ridiculously hard. Um, and it's based on... Um, the game that which came out on PlayStation 4 in 2017, which was Niho, and then Niho 2 came out in 2020, which was just last year. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a game, dude, that's just as hard as uh, Demon's Souls. Is that something up your alley? I ain't even going to bother. Uh, Too hard no, for me. Demon's Souls, I mean, obviously, I, I died numerous times in <laughs> <Even laughs> a very short space of time. I do as well, to the point where I felt like I was going to destroy the pad. And yeah, there's another confirmation that the pad is pretty much indestructible. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, the amount of time that Demon Souls has you, you know, sent right back to the very beginning of the level is enough to make you just want to rip something apart and let that pad stood the test of time. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'll be edge of another Neo. I mean, I don't, I, knew, I do know it's got a massive following, which is, you know, mm-hmm. which kind of gives me the inkling to kind of at least test it out. So I might actually jump on a demo, give it a few hours, and uh, who knows? I might even have a review for you. Oh, nice, nice. Well, obviously, Niho is made is developed by Team Ninja, published by Sony and Koei Tecmo as well. Uh, it's a big, big game. And uh, Yasuda and Hayashi, who are the directors of Niho and Niho 2, are involved in the remaster as well. So I think, uh, Jason, if that's up your alley, and for any of your other listeners, I think you'll enjoy that game thoroughly. 
Um, but yes, yeah, not for us. We're, we're, we're wimps. You know. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Leanne from New Zealand wrote in, uh, whatever time it is there, it's much later here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the next day. Uh, hello from the other side of the world. That's weird. Hello from the other side of the world. I think at well, the moment during this lockdown in the UK, my world is my street. And that's it. You know. <laughs> Even that's far enough, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Uh, I hope you and the fellow listeners are all safe. Thank you very much, Leanne. Uh, my question is as follows. Which game do you think has utilised the unique technical features of the PS5 console best? Ooh, I'll throw that to you. So games mm. that have come out from launch to now... Which game do you think has utilized? I think, yeah. I'm I trying think, to think uh, now. I'm trying to go through my head really quick. Question, yeah. um, but I think uh, that, that's going to have to go to um, Astrobot. Mm. Yeah, Astrobot. Yeah, Astrobot is absolutely um, brilliant. You know, it's a great showcase of what the PlayStation 5 can do. Uh, it's a great showcase to all the developers, you know, giving them a little, uh, you know, some ideas, inspiration, uh, mm-hmm. Which they'll then continue throughout the generation. Uh, you know, the the pads definitely, the, the haptic feedback and the resistance triggers are used so uniquely in that game. I mean, even uh, you know when you're climbing up a wall and like you've got to gently press um, one of the like the L L two or R two buttons, uh, but you can't press it too hard because if you do, you'll slip. You know, so you've got to just press it ever so slightly, uh, ever so lightly. Um, so yeah, things like that, little you know finding new innovative ways to utilize a pad. Um, and that's what uh, Astrobot did really well. And to me right now, that is showcased how brilliant, you know, innovation wise that this system could be. And obviously we could see games of, you know, better graphics, you know, stuff that we expected, ray tracing, X, Y, and Z. But I mean, the Astrobot had uh, fast loading times that showcased the SSD. Um, it was showing the dual sense in a completely different light. I mean, he introduced it to the world with the ha- way of hit. Uh, the haptic feedback as well as the resistance triggers uh, and also the fact that it's just running at a glorious 60 frames per second you know what I mean it looked like it could punch even further so um, yeah definitely for me Astrobot that's a good shout I'm going to give it to Miles uh, Miles Morales that is and just because I can compare it to what the previous generation was which was Spider-Man 2018 um, oh. Miles does Everything Astro does, but obviously Astro is um, the king of the controller, without a doubt, you know. Um, but for me, what Miles does is it, it is utilizing an entire New York lands- landscape in seconds on the SSD. The 3D audio is unbelievable, just like Astro. Yeah. Um, the pad feels great, not as good as Astro in that sense. But I think just because if you look at the size and the scope of Miles and the visual fidelity of it, and now that obviously the 4K, you know, with 60 ray tracing, everything like that, it's just unbelievable to see such a quick step from a launch game from 2018 to 2020 and to just eradicate everyone's issues with the first game by just utilizing the the, the power of PS5 was just like a wow moment. Demon's Souls is unbelievable, but I think Spider-Man for me, just because I can have an instant comparison to Spider-Man 2018. So uh, great question, Leanne. Um, But again, yeah, Astro Bots, Miles, Demon's Souls, a lot of these games, Call of Duty as well, the load times that, you know, one or two of them are utilizing certain features, but some of them are utilizing all of them. And they're the yeah. games that tend to be really, really special, you know. Um, so if you haven't played Astro, what the fuck are you doing? Everybody, <laughs> you've got that game bloody with the PlayStation. Play it from yeah. start to finish, yeah. you know, yeah. and get Miles as well. Uh, absolutely stunning. But Yeah, yeah, brilliant game. Alex, right. you have the final say of the show. We, are got, well, we have that, to go and record. That. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get away from this week's 10 second challenge. I see. You see what you're doing, listeners? <laughs> no, I honestly didn't remember because we've got another show to record. So, what listeners don't realize is as soon as we finish recording this, we're going to record episode four of the latest PSX. So, oh, yeah. So, um, should we go on to this? Uh, this I don't even know what my topic is. 
Oh, well, that's good. That's that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. This is a 10-second challenge where we're trying to stump each other with uh, five or even four of the best questions we can come up with based on a particular topic, uh, based in the uh, gaming uh, industry. Uh, so it could be games, it could be publishers, it could be a number of things, but it all has to do with the industry, and they've only got 10 seconds to answer the question. Uh, so that means that there's no time to jump onto Google, there's no time to ask your wife, there's no time to ask your wife. Ask my wife. <laughs> 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 yeah, some of these vibes are clearing up, but anyway. Um, all right, of course. Cool. So the first question. What's this topic? topic this week? This topic this week, oh, I'm getting there, is gonna be the Uncharted franchise. Yeah, so this has been the uh, the big pop of franchise, obviously, which has released numerous games over um various uh, generations on the PlayStation franchise. Uh, if you haven't jumped on Uncharted yet, make sure you give it a great, uh, absolutely great. It's on it's the like PlayStation Plus uh, at the moment. Um, Indiana Jones, the game, that's basically yeah, what it is. It is. So good. Yeah, it is. It is really good. So the first question for you, which you have 10 seconds to answer, is when was the first Uncharted game released and for what platform? Your 10 seconds starts now. Definitely 10, PS3. Uh, 8, 7, 2007. Hey, very good. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I was going to say six then, but I'm pretty sure it got <laughs> delayed. It got because I remember the E3. That's why I remember the E3 vividly. <laughs> Listen, yeah, back then, yeah, that, yeah. people who have PlayStations now don't understand the dark times of early PS3. Man, they were hard, <laughs> harsh times. Famine was going on on the first party front for us Sony gamers. So Uncharted, we were holding on to that fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was okay. So the next question for you, mate, and that was a dozen nice response. Uh, who does the voice for Nathan Drake? Oh, what's his name? Eight, Shit, seven, six. Five, I can't remember. It's, it's four, totally lost my three, his name. Oh, two, bastard! One. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Nolan North. Oh, Nolan North. <laughs> No, 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 all right. Well, I can't give that now, but yeah, hey, I gave it to you when you, when, you know, you know why I couldn't get it because I kept thinking of fucking the Mandalorian based on the last of us all of a sudden. I kept thinking about Pascal, and then I got him out of my head, and Troy Baker yeah. popped into my head, and I was like, get the fuck out, what's his name? And then luckily. It wasn't even Uncharted that I got his name. I thought about the Avengers game, and I remembered them sitting on the couch <laughs> talking about it, like Troy Baker and all that. And then I remember Nolan North sitting there. And I was like, "That's it!" But for a second, I thought I thought Pascal for some weird reason, for no reason whatsoever. Then I thought Troy Baker. Then I thought Nathan Fillion, and I couldn't get his mug out my face. And then the Avengers popped in. And I was like, "Oh, it's wait, his name's not that. It's Nolan North." <laughs> all right, then. Well, that's you. Know, you got it. Just in well, not just in time, just out of time. But anyway, yes, you're right. It is Nolan North. And like you mentioned, he's made a few appearances on various games, uh, from Uncharted to Deadpool, to Spec Ops, to Destiny's Two, to Young Justice, Transformers Prime. He's been pretty much everywhere. He's a veteran in the voice acting game. Anyway, on to the next question: Where did Naughty Dog get the name Uncharted from? Ten. Ooh, what the hell? Nine, eight. Um... Seven, six. Five, four, I'm sure this is an Xbox game. Or Halo. <laughs> we do need to get some added sounds to this, but anyway. Uh, so, what's your answer? You know, just even though the uh, entire. Uh, I, I can't. I, I, I don't know. All I said it. I, I know that they got inspiration <clears throat> from Xbox, but I can't remember where from. But I don't know <laughs> if that's the answer or not. Well, the answer that we were looking for was the fact that they uh, Naughty Dog was going into Uncharted territory when they were creating this game, so they decided to call the game Uncharted, and that was it. It's as simple as that. Nothing to do with Xbox, nothing to do with Aliens. Just that. <laughs> no, so, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking the shooting. You know, the cover shooting mechanics. I think I'm, right, well, it wasn't yeah. Halo. What's the yeah, other probably. one that they've got? Gears. Gears. Yeah, Gears. Yeah, they Gears. took. That, that's yeah. what I was thinking. All right, never mind. Yes, yeah, got the I remember. Of I know what you're talking about. I remember reading that in an interview years ago. That they, that was yeah. a fucking what a game. All right, then on to the next one. On to the next question. Um, who was Nathan Drake based on? Which actor was Nathan based? Uh, Nathan Drake based on? Ten. Yeah. What? what do you mean? Is in who he looks like? Like yeah, yeah, like the, you know, the base the character oh. on him, like yeah, well, how he looks. The only person I can think of is that Fillion dude, Nathan Fillion, whatever his name is, because he just he is Drake. No, it's because you asked that first question. 
damn it. <laughs> yes, uh, Nathan Drake was actually based on Nathan Fillion uh, from Castle Fame. I mean, you, if, you, if you Google him, you'll recognize him. Well, there's an independent uh, and charted short movie, and he's Drake. He is. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he was pretty good in that, actually. Um, <clears throat> that would have been really good, but now it's going to be released by... Um, I don't know what studio's doing it, but that is the next question. Who is going to be playing Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movies? 10, 9, 8, 7. Tom Holland. Uh, bing. Yeah, well done. It took me a second. Honestly, again, I thought of Pascal again because I've got Last of Us on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> he, loves, he, does, he does love escort movies, though, isn't it? Where he's escorting somebody, you know, whether it be Yoda or whatever. So I just thought... But he's the Last of Us HBO series is on my mind. So when you said that, I just couldn't get him out of my head. I was like, "Who the fuck is it? Who the fuck is it?" He's such a good actor, though. You know, I mean, he made the Mandalorian. I mean, season two definitely blew us. Um, uh, blew season one out the water. Um, and his role in Wonder Woman, like you said, he was pretty much the best thing about it. He was. Um, but yeah, definitely. That film it's was not so it, fucking cheesy. Tom um, Holland. But yeah, well done. You got four out of. Five. I'm just going to give you that because yeah, you might as well get four out of five. Congratulations, man. That Mr. PlayStation, <laughs> Mr. PlayStation, and listeners, listen. PlayStation. Stop oh, trying again. to stop stomping Alex. Okay, give him Nintendo questions because like <laughs> we don't want to repeat zero out of four like last week because yeah, Al wasn't on fire last week with the PlayStation <laughs> questions. <laughs> it was all a bit of fun. <laughs> Actually, people, yeah. listen. Somebody yeah. give him some tech questions. Let's tech him. That's where he. Okay, that's yeah. where he shines. It's on technical aspects. Bring it out. Yeah, yeah. Come on, then. Just throw it down. You know the uh, the context. Uh, if you want to throw the questions towards me uh, so that I can't see them, make sure you send it to at the latest fierce five uh, via Twitter. And if you want to try and stump Sonny out, uh, make sure you send your emails to the latest ps five at gmail.com and it's the latest ps5 at gmail.com because latest ps5 without the was already taken what? by somebody Fuck <laughs> excellent well alex it's been a it's been a great show this week loads of new stories to get through we need to get on and record uh the latest psx where we're listing our top five games of all time which listeners can get access to on patreon so before we do that you have the final word for episode 36 Yeah, explosive. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everybody.